Welcome to the Photonic Therapy Podcast, where it's all about relieving pain and helping pets and their humans. Your host overcame fibromyalgia, knows exactly what pain and suffering is like and what to do about it. She is now on a mission to help all living beings find relief just as she did. Here is your host, Eva Serve. Welcome to the podcast. In the episode of today, you will be listening to the replay of a Facebook Live I did recently on my page. If you have any questions and if you would like to follow me on Facebook or be at the lives, then you can find me at A Trippy. Okay, so the first question I received was from Myth, and she says, Hi Eva, I have a 16-year-old born border collie dog with lupus and open source on her tummy we have been to the vet and have cortisone and antibiotic tablets what would be the best points to torch with my photonic torch thanks myth myth here again i hope i'm pronouncing your name correctly uh, i'm very sad to hear that your border collie of 16 years old which is already very old has lupus and as you will know, lupus mm, does some strange things with, with our immune system. And we do not want to make the immune system, in that case, go even quicker. We want to make it go slower. So in that case, we are not going to do standard points. What I would suggest to you is for the open source on our tummy that you use mode two of your torch and torch surrounding the dragon. That means you surround the source. You don't shine on the source, you surround the source. Okay? Now, if these are sores that she had for a long time and are difficult uh, to close up, you can even use mode 3, which is the pulse or the stroke mode. Okay? Katinka, I have an older dog of 15. Everybody has all the dogs today. That's good. I love it when I see all the dogs because that means they're still healthy because they're still alive. I mean, I haven't had a lot of dogs uh, that became so old. Then again, I've had quite a few uh, rescue dogs of which we didn't even know the, the age when I rescued them. And so maybe they got to 15 or older. I don't know. Anyways, um, I have an older dog of 15 who had a felon. No, that must be a fall. Yeah, a fall and had a blood edema on his patella, according to the vet. How can I help with photonic therapy to make it heal faster? He is not using his leg due to the pain. Okay, so we have several points here. We have a dog who is in pain. We have a dog who had a fall and who has edema. And in this case, according to the vet, it's a blood edema. And it's on the patella, so at the knee. So in this case, you can do several things. You will, first of all, like always, never forget it, do standard points. Standard points will take care of 80% of any problem. It's a cocktail. It's a cocktail that's going to work on the, on, on the blood system. It's a cocktail that's going to work for the immune system. It's a, blood, it's a cocktail that's going to work on the tendons and on the muscles and on the organs. So remember to always do standard points. And then in the second place, we see that he has a problem at his patella, meaning at the knee. So we do the specific points of the knee. 
and then to take care of the edema and the pain. So the standard points and the specific points for the knee, that would be in mode one. And the points for the edema locally at the patella and his pain, we would use mode two to torch locally where he is in pain, where he has the edema. So in other words, surrounding and on the patella. Then we have a question from Jan. She says, I have two questions. I have an older red healer dog with a wart between his toes. Oh, she changed. <laughs> she changed the text because before <laughs> this morning, it still said with a heart between his toes. And I really didn't know what she meant. I mean, I even went on Google because, you know, I English is not my mother tongue. I'm from Belgium. And my mother tongue is Dutch. I do speak Dutch and French and, and, and uh, German and Spanish and English, but English is not my mother tongue. So I, I myself, I went to Google this morning and I posted in Google uh, as a question, what means heart between the toes? Uh, uh, carrying your heart between the toes because I really didn't know what she meant. So as even Google couldn't help me, I wrote to Jan. I, I sent her a private message to ask, Please explain to me what you mean with carrying the heart between the toes. I thought it was an expression that I just didn't know. But apparently she had a problem uh, with writing it and uh, automatic spelling. You know, sometimes our phones can do so strange things. And what she wanted to me, and she changed it now I see, is she has a dog with a wart between his toes. Are there any points you would recommend? Uh, so that's question one. Now, what you have to remember, uh, hold on, because I've clicked on something and now everything is gone. Uh, okay, hold on. Okay, I've got you back. So my question would be in the first place to Jan. Jan, what kind of word is it? Okay, most of the time you don't have to be uh, afraid of words. They are innocent. Um, but sometimes they are papillomas. So what did your vet say? You have to remember that photonic therapy, we do not diagnose. We use photonic therapy post-diagnostic, okay, by the vet. The vet tells you what's going on, and then we use photonic therapy to help in any way we can. But we don't make diagnosis, we don't do healing or whatever. We just assist the vet after he has given his diagnosis. So what kind of ward are we dealing with? Is this a simple ward? Is this a papilloma from the papilloma uh, virus? Or what is going on? So I don't know that at the moment. Often when papilloma viruses, they will, uh, they will come back. They will come back and uh, it's, it's like a virus. And it's not so easy to take it away and not have it come back. So it, it all depends. But most wards are also innocent. Now, my question also, why, what did the vet say, is for the following. Often, between the toes, what looks like a wart, if it's a bit red, it's not a wart. It could be that there is a strange object in there. Okay, they have a swelling and it looks like a wart. Hey, it's a little ball, just like a wart. But it is not what's going on. So if you're, you're a client from me, uh, Jan, I would say to you, send me in private, send me a picture of the ward 
or give me the exact diagnosis that your vet has given you and we can go further from that. At this moment, I would say just torch the standard points and you can torch locally again surrounding the ward. Okay, for example, with melanomas on horses, as long as these are small, we can even make them smaller, just torching around it. Okay, so have a look at that. Now, where are those questions again? Oh, here they are. Uh, second question. My cat Rosie has diabetes. She is on insulin twice a day. What points would help her? You need to do standard points again. Standard points, I will see it a hundred times. Standard points always. Okay, even if you don't know what to do, start already with standard points. And in the case of your cat, you have to do standard points and you have to do the points of diabetes. You, uh, I don't even know by heart if we have a booklet. I think we have a booklet in cats for diabetes. We do have it for the dogs, I know it, and it's just the same points for the cat, so we can just transpose them on the cat if there would not be a booklet. I'm sorry. At this time of day, when I'm up since 5 a.m., uh, I don't know it by heart. I, ha I have to look at it. But you do the diabetes points. But be careful. Photonic therapy brings balance in the body of any living being, of the human, of the cat, of the dog, of the horse, and whatever. That also means that by stimulating specific acupuncture points, we will stimulate the body to produce insulin again. That means that you have to let know at your vet that you are going to use photonic therapy to bring balance in the body of that cat. That also means that you will not be allowed to continue to inject your cat without checking his insulin, his uh, blood sugar. That means if the vet tells you, for example, it's just an example. It has nothing to do with your cat. It's just an example so everybody can understand me. If the vet says, okay, every morning and night without testing his blood or the blood sugar, you just give him two mil, one mil, whatever. It doesn't matter. 0 0.5 mil. Okay. We, by doing photonic therapy, we are going to stimulate the body to produce insulin itself again. So if you then are just going to inject insulin in the cat without checking if she really needs it and how much she needs it, you could give her too much. So you don't want to do that. So make sure to even check the blood sugar levels to tell your vet that you are going to do this and to have re regular checks with your vet to see to lower the medication you are injecting. Okay, La Luna, I don't seem to be getting any relief using points for carpal tunnel. I have been torching every second day for almost two weeks. Should I be seeing some results yet? I uh, will keep going with it. I am also being very aware of my posture and holding off stress in shoulders, which is the cause of it. La Luna, you should have relief. You should at least already from day one, have relief of pain and then get also relief of the inflammation in your hand, in the wrist, hand, uh, this part, should all feel better. What I suggest you, as you are one of my clients, as you have the professional torch and so you have also 
uh, a right uh, to have my, the free online sessions with me, I would suggest you make a video. You ask somebody to make a video of you torching yourself, the standard points and the carpal tunnel points. If the stress is, if the problem is coming from your shoulders, I would also include the specific points of shoulders if that's where the problem is coming from. Make a video of that, send me that video and we make an appointment and we go over your video in half an hour. That's the session, the online session uh, that is included with your professional torch. We go over that and see if maybe you are missing a point. Remember, you have to do the points on the left side, on the left side of your body and on the right side. And you remember that you start torching on the good side of the body and then you repeat points on the side of the body that's hurting. Okay, so if you're having carpal tunnel syndrome in your right hand, you start with torching the points in the left hand. When that's finished, you go to the right hand. And as you will remember a month or two ago, I said this, you also have to do some specific exercises. So contact me and I will send you those exercises to do. It's easiest to do with two persons in the beginning, so you can really feel what they are doing and how to repeat it yourself. But I would say, make a video, contact me to make an appointment uh, for an online session, and we'll go over it all and see where we, how I can help you. You have another question. You say, I have been torching the standard points for the equine before and after a massage. It is a good way to relax them before massage and at the end to finish off. Is it, to get, is it to okay to incorporate torching into a massage? The horses seems to love it. Cheers. La Luna, I say no. Oh my God, she said no? No. Uh, you or somebody else asked me a similar question uh, a week or two ago saying, when do we... When do we torch the horse and when can we work him again? And I've always said, as soon as you torch the horse, you leave him in peace. And in peace means in peace. You leave him alone. You give him some food. You let him run on, on the field. You leave him in peace. On the other hand, second remark. There is no need, if you have torched the horse before the massage, there is no need to torch him after the massage because you only have to torch him once every two days, every 40, 36 to 48 hours. Then again, I do not want you to torch him before a massage. So if you want to torch the horse, you give him the massage and then you torch him. Why is that? Because giving a photonic therapy session is going to relieve the horse of any pain uh, that he has in his body. And then you want to leave him alone. You don't want to get onto him again and, and massage him. You will be able to do a lot deeper massage after a photonic therapy session because he will already have pain relief and he won't feel as much as what you're doing. But that for me is taking abuse of photonic therapy. The horse should be clean in his normal self whenever you're giving him whatever treatment it is. Imagine that um, 
you have an osteopath coming or you have a chiropractor coming to your horse and it, they want to see what's really going on with the horse. They want to feel what's really going on with the horse. They want to see what the horse is doing, how the horse is reacting. Because that will give them an idea how stuck the horse is. In reality, if you torch him first, you are disguising the symptoms. Because by torching him, you have given pain relief. And you know it just like me. If I, imagine I, I, I have back pain at the moment. So I'm sitting straight because I'm really in pain. Okay, I'm in pain because I have, for example, sciatica. I don't have it, but it's an example. Imagine I have sciatica and I'm sitting here and I'm in, I'm in pain. I'm keeping myself strong and straight. That's how the physio or the chiropractor is going to see me. Now, if I take my torch, if I take my torch, and I start torching myself, what's going to happen? I'm going to have pain relief. My muscles are going to relax. And I will be sitting like this. And I'm fine. And I can go now to the physio. And I can go now to the chiropractor. And he is not going to be able to diagnose my problem or to help my problem because I've disguised it by giving pain relief. Photonic therapy can do miraculous things sometimes. So, no, La Luna, you do not torch the horse before any other treatment. Except, of course, if, if at that time you have nobody coming to your house. Okay, so imagine the, the physiotherapist or the chiropractor is coming tomorrow. Yeah, then, of course, today you can give your horse a photonic therapy session. By tomorrow night, by the time they are coming to help, yes then the horse will more or less be as he was before. But before, the, the rule always goes, is, is always the same. As soon as you give or you, you, to yourself or to your animals or to however, as soon as you give them a photonic therapy session, after that, you leave them alone. I'm, I'm giving you the same example as last time. And that is, imagine you go to the physiotherapist. What will he say to you? If he has given you a strong session, he will say, you know what? For the rest of the day, take it easy. Drink a lot of water and take it easy. It has a reason. And that's the same reason for photonic therapy. Okay? Now, let's look at the next question. That's from Liris. She says, uh, hold on, I've got a message coming in. Liris says, uh, my 95, I suppose it's pounds, my 95 pounds boxer, boxer mix, who just turned five, is starting to have issues with sitting. He seems to struggle a bit, and if he has been laying down too long, seems to be very stiff and at times limp. I don't think that it's an injury, but, but perhaps the start of arthritis. How can I use photonic therapy to help him? Thanks in advance. Well, Liris, when you say a boxer mix, I take it that your dog looks a lot like a boxer, but there is a little mix in it. And I am thinking of several things. Uh, and that's the following. You speak of 95 pounds. No, a normal boxer, the heaviest normal boxer is normally 50 pounds. So you have to watch out. Is your dog having a lot of overweight? A lot of overweight also means a lot of stress on the articulations. Uh, 
and making his life very hard. It's the same with us. Okay, if we have a lot of overweight, our knees start to hurt, uh, our elbows start to hurt, our shoulders hurt, our back hurts, everything starts to hurt because we have a lot of more weight. Um, okay, I'm, I'm, get, I'm getting messages at the same time. Larry says he's a mixed breed dog and he's not fat. Okay, so we take that away. Uh, nevertheless, have a look at that. On the other hand, if he is a boxer mix, you need to know that he also has boxer um, DNA in him, okay? Boxer DNA, they, are, um, they have certain diseases that happens after with them than with others. For one, hip dysplasia. Hip dysplasia is uh, a disease that happens more often. I'm trying to close up my, my messages that are coming in. Um, so that's a disease that comes more often. Um, I am combining the symptoms that you're saying um, because it doesn't look like a heart disease, which is disease number one in, in boxers. But the hip dysplasia is something to be sure about. If it is arthritis, um, the only thing I could say is, first of all, film whatever is happening to your dog and then go with your dog to the vet. The vet can do some exercises on the hips and on the knees to see if there is a problem. Hip dysplasia, for example, can be just tested by hand. Sometimes, depends on the, on the dog, how nice the dog is, but sometimes the dog uh, will have to need a little bit of, uh, to be asleep to do these exercises, but you can have that done. They could also take an x-ray to see if there is any arthritis in this case would be arthrosis, bone deformation. I'm at the same time, is, I'm looking again because Lyris is, is <laughs> answering more questions. So she says, he's a boxer, max stiff. Okay, so in both cases, uh, you need still to go to the vet to have a diagnosis to know why your dog is limping, to have the test of the hips done. It, they, normally my vet here, it does it by hand. Okay, and he can already feel what the reaction is, and then they will take an x-ray to see if there is hip dysplasia. That's one. And on the other hand, they can also feel if the patella, for example, from the knee is moving too much or not. Now, when you know that, what you have to do anyways now is start to touch uh, standard points. Okay, always standard points. I keep repeating it. Always do the standard points. And then second, when you find out if it's a hip problem or if it's a knee problem, if these are the early stages, you can find relief for pain and stop the arthritis. Okay, yes, arthritis is inflammation. If it goes on for more than four weeks uh, or uh, whenever it's chronic, they will say you have this for life, take anti-inflammatories for the rest of your life. No, photonic therapy can reduce inflammation. The most important thing is to go as quickly as possible to the vet. So you don't wait until a heavy situation is going on and you can't repair it. So go to the vet, have find out where the problem of the location is. Is it the hip or is it the knee or is it somewhere else? Uh, does he have, well, he's too young for a spondylosis uh, and he's too young for a really spine uh, damage un 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 uh, unless he has had a problem. But you say it's about getting up and it's about walking. So I would think more about knee or um, 
hips if it's on the backhand. So standard points and then specific points of the place where the problem is. And you can also torch locally then on mode two with the torch to relieve any pain he's having there. Okay? Okay. Let's see for the next question. Why are you showing me that on the other page? Hold on. Uh, Claudia, I would like to help a friend whose cat has been diagnosed with a spleen deficiency by a vet who does acupuncture. I am hoping she might decide to use uh, your photonic therapy. Well, Claudia, the best thing to say is she goes to a vet who does acupuncture. He does one session with his needles. And then she can just every two days repeat these points with the torch at home herself. Okay, she has a diagnosis. She knows what's going on. The vet does the acupuncture. She will see the points that he's doing. And she can just repeat those points at home herself every two days and make sure that her cat will be feeling better and quicker. And it will also save her a lot of money because having the, the, having the acupuncture sessions is of course a lot more money and you always have to go uh, to the vet again and again. So you have to move the cat and that can also often be stressful for the cat. So it's always better and easier if you can do it at home. Okay, so these are the questions I have on this page, but I know I received somewhere else still a question. Okay, I still wanna talk to you about an email I got, here it is. Now, I talked about this case last week uh, and this was a dog who was panting and they were wondering if he had uh, laryngeal paralysis and the blood results said that he had problems with his kidney. I advised him to go, hold on, I'm getting an itch here. <laughs> and a sip of my tea. So according to that blood result, the dog was having uh, kidney problems. The dog uh, couldn't walk as far anymore, was panting all the time. Remember, panting is the first sign of being in pain. And that's a dog uh, doing some strange things in the house. <laughs> um, now, I advised him, we had a, a, an online session. I gave him the points to do for the dog in that situation, but I also advised him to go back to have uh, blood work done, x-ray done. Uh, blood work, I didn't say so, but I said an x-ray because that dog also had uh, an inflammation in the lungs and was taking antibiotics. So I wanted to know, he had stopped with the antibiotics, and I wanted to know if the panting, not really the panting, but the way the dog was breathing, <laughs> with the tongue out, eh? if that still had something to do with the lungs or not. So he had blood work done again, x-rays and an ultrasound and oxygen checked, as I advised him. The oxygen was 98%, so that was all fine. Um, the x-ray was fine too. There was no infection in the lungs. And he had also blood work done. And now, suddenly, it says that his kidneys are fine, but his liver enzymes are totally going crazy. And he still keeps on uh, pain, panting, and he's still breathing with a lot of noise. So he says, okay, uh, I think it's brain inflammation. She could have a tumor. Uh, her liver enzymes are high. Uh, and what do you think? 
She's panting and breathing heavy. She's not drinking water, coughing, and is exercise intolerance. Okay, so I'm looking at, what do you say? I had to say to this, and he's also asking, what points do I do now? And I'm, I'm just mentioning this case to make something clear. We are not vets. Yes, I have a medical team. I have a vet or vets to my disposal in the USA, in Belgium, in the Netherlands, in Spain. They, they each speak a language to help also the clients. I have an acupuncturist for horses. I have an acupuncturist for small animals. I have an acupuncturist for humans to my disposal or making part of my team. And there is me. <laughs> and who am I forgetting? Um, but we are not the ones who are going to make a diagnosis of your animal. Why? First of all, your animal isn't here. We are not seeing your animal. We cannot touch your animal. We cannot do any examinations on your animal. If you suspect that your animal is having a laryngeal paralysis, okay, you need to go to a vet to have him look at that and see if it, that's the case. Have him do some uh, tests. We cannot do that over internet. We cannot make that decision over a video. And most of all, we are not allowed to make that decision. We are not allowed to make a diagnosis. Photonic therapy is to be used post-diagnostically. You go to your doctor, you go to your vet, you have him write down what's going on with, with the animal, you send that back to us together with the radio, x-rays or blood work or whatever, and we can see how we can help you by telling you the specific points you would need to do for that situation. That's one. We are not the ones who are going to make a diagnosis. We can't and we won't and I'm not going to do it. That's one. On the other hand, last week it was a, a kidney problem. So we are going to make a protocol uh, with specific points and standard points and think points in the beginning on how to help this animal. But you cannot just say, okay, now one, one time I'm going to do these points and then the next time I'm going to do these points and the next time I'm going to do these points. It's not going to work, okay? If you are dealing with a chronic situation, you want to make a protocol and follow up the protocol. So standard points every two days. If your animal is having several problems, you take the most important problem. That's what you're dealing with now. You do these points today together with the standard points. And you repeat them in two days, and in four days, and in six days, and in eight days, and in ten days. And in four days, you also join the specific points of the second biggest problem. So you will do standard points, specific problems of the main problem, and specific points of the secondary, of the, or the second biggest problem. And then a few days later, you can again join a few more points. But... If we would like to do any kind of point, anytime and anywhere, we would say, we just make it one big red light, put yourself in front of it, and oops, everything will be dealt with. It doesn't work that way. It doesn't work that way. Our lights are not the same as those red light beds where you can go and lie under to work on your wrinkles and the collagen of your body. It's not the same. It has not the same function. You have to watch out. When you go into an acupuncturist, he also, he's not going to put a hundred needles in your body. 
for anything and everything that could be going on with you, it doesn't work that way. And the more points you are going to stimulate, the more signs are going to go to the brain. Now, this person thinks it could be brain inflammation. The Fed says it could be a tumor in the brain. He could have laryngeal paralysis. Whatever it is, it's up to the vet to diagnose. We don't do that and we can't do that. I hope this dog is doing okay. If, is it, if it is laryngeal paralysis, I always say to my students, uh, whatever word you're hearing and you've never heard of it, please go to Google. Put in laryngeal paralysis. If you think that's going on with your dog, put it in. Don't ask me, Eva, what's the laryngeal paralysis? Go to Google, put it in, and you will see, yes, the dog is uh, panting. Yes, the dog is making a lot of noise, uh, is breathing um, more quickly because difficulty of airflow getting in, the danger of food or water going into the wrong pipe and going to the lungs, which can lead to an infection. In 99% of the cases, dogs with laryngeal paralysis need to have an operation. We can help with any paralysis in the body. We can help with acupuncture. We can help with phototherapy. But you can't just start torching anything and everything without having a diagnosis. Because you do not want to overstimulate the brain. Okay. And with that said, I do want to finish also with my remark on uh, talking about our online sessions. So whoever buys a ProTorch from me or the, the big pack, it's the double pack, it's ProTorch with um, the pocket torch. So it's the double pack. Whoever buys that gets two free online sessions included. What does that inhale? That inhales that you go to your vet and, uh, for, for example, let's take the example of uh, Shien. So Shien, that's a dog who was paralyzed, who I got back to walking again, and she got a new problem at the beginning of this, uh, no, yeah, the beginning of this week. And uh, now she probably would have a cervical hernia. And the vet said, uh, okay, uh, scanner, or I give um, a cortisone injection right now. Normally, I never want cortisone. I never use cortisone. Only when it's really necessary. And in some cases, like after a spinal operation, you really need it. So we do, we do it. But the, in this case, I did not want to put her through the, the MRI again. And uh, so I said, okay, you can give her the cortisone because that would also already give us a sign for the next day if she would be better or not if there would be inflammation and it would be helping her so he said to me okay diagnosis for me is she has cervical disc disease with that information you can come to me and you can say okay eva i went to my vet my dog has cervical disc disease what can photonic therapy offer me and then I would say, okay, if you're sure about cervical disc disease, maybe you will give me an x-ray. Maybe you will give me the MRI results. Maybe you will just give me a paper from the vet with a diagnosis written on. So we are sure what it is. He will have made his offering. He will say, yeah, you have to give cortisone or you have to do this or that or that. And I will tell you, okay, 
cervical disc disease, you need to torch standard points, and you need to do the specific points of cervical disc disease. You repeat them every two days for the next four to six weeks. On mode one, standard points and specific points. On mode two, you torch locally where the vet has said that she has the hernia. So C6 or C7, whatever, where, wherever it is, okay? And you just torch locally to relieve pain, okay? That's what we can do in our online session. You go to the vet, you have a diagnosis, you contact me and you ask, what can we do? You can send me a video so I can see how your dog is walking, so I can see if I can see specific signs of what he's doing, because we all interpret signs of our dogs differently. You will always know your dog the best. That's a fact. But often it's difficult to explain to your vet what you're seeing or what you're experiencing. That is also why I film most of the dogs here every day. And every time I see something that's, mm, this is not so, this is not normal, this is not her or him, depending on the dog, I will make a video immediately. I also, for example, every day, I make a picture of what they're eating. So most of these dogs are eating raw or home-cooked meals, uh, often also made with uh, the book from uh, Dr. Judy Morgan about yin and yang nutrition. And so specific nutrition for against inflammation, specific nutrition uh, to make the yang stronger or the yin less and so on and so on. And um, so I take a picture so I know exactly what I fed the animals. It's just one picture, chick of the four, uh, because at the moment I have four dogs, rescue dogs. I make one picture. I know exactly what I have eaten when I've given the turmeric, when I've given them the, um, not the olive oil, the um, coconut oil, and so on. Whatever is in there will be on the picture. And I will show that to the vet. Anything that's going on that's not normal. So he can have an idea. Because what also often happens is when you take your animal to the vet, your animal will be under stress. And while being under stress, he will not behave as he would normally behave. That's, that's normal, that is not normal. And that's because of the stress, okay? So um, what, what I would wanted to say in the end is, you can contact us, we will help you, but you have to come with a diagnosis. We are not going to do that for you. You will send me the diagnosis of the vet or, or your doctor, you will send me pictures and videos, whatever you can give me. You will give me a historial of the animal, age, uh, what has happened in the past, what medication he has been taking. That's why it's important for you to always make notes in your book. Uh, it's important to know when they have been the parasite, uh, yeah, uh, the parasite when they've had uh, vaccines, because often vaccines can lead to problems. And all of that information is necessary to be able that our team can give you advice. And then the next thing is the following. When you send us all that, you can make an, uh, uh, an appointment, but you have to realize that me and the team, the vets, acupuncturists, and so on, they all have their, also their own agenda. They are working. So from there, what I have said before and written down, in case of emergency, you call me. That's one. 
And that's only the only time I want you to call me. That's in case of an emergency. Secondly, if it's not an emergency, you can send me an email. If you want to make an appointment with me, we can do that, no problem. I will offer you, depending on where you live, I will check that with the agenda, and I will offer you, within 24 or 48 hours, I will offer you several options where you can choose for your meeting. But what you have to realize is when you send me all your documentation that I have to send on to the vets and the acupuncturists, if I, if I can't handle it on my own, then we, of course, we need 24, 48 hours or longer for them to go through your material that you've sent and for them to send me back an answer. You cannot expect to send me an email and then two hours later tell me, I was expecting you to help me now. It doesn't work like that. You should be able to understand that. You will get instant help in case of an emergency. Now, what's an emergency? An emergency, that's a dog who's having a heat stroke. That's a dog who had an accident and he has a cut and you have no idea what to do. You have a horse who's having colic. That's the main calls that I get. Clients of mine who say, Eva, Eva, my, and, and that can be in the middle of the night. Eva, Eva, my, my horse has a colic. I've got the booklet at home, but I don't know the points anymore. Please guide me, advise me. And while you are with the horse, I will explain where the points are, how to find them, and where you have to put your torch. These are emergencies. Sending me an email with lots of information without even a diagnosis of the vet. And in this case, he's panting. He has been panting for a long time. His saturation is 98%, which is totally good. This is not an emergency. And if it was an emergency in this case, you should run to your vet. Because that's the emergency from a distance. I am not going to be able to help that dog. And photonic therapy, if he has laryngeal paralysis, photonic therapy is not going to say, okay, let me put it here and bang, he's healed. It doesn't work like that. Okay, we can do marvelous things. But if I don't have an arm anymore, I'm suddenly not going to get an arm. And if my leg is broken, I still have to go to the vet. Well, in my case, I will have to go to the, to the hospital. They'll have to, or if my dog has a broken leg, I have to go to the vet. The vet will have to pull the leg straight, okay? Put some pins in or put a plaster on, depending on how the leg was broken, okay? And that is going to be the start. And then you are also using a photonic therapy to relieve the pain and to stimulate the healing. Stimulate the cells for the bone growth and everything. But you still and always have to go to a vet. Or, for the humans, go to a doctor. Photonic therapy with a broken leg that's sticking like this, it's not going to pull the leg out of each other and put it straight again. No, it won't do that. So that's what I wanted to make sure. Now, apart from calling me when you have an emergency, and my clients can do that 24-7, for real emergencies, you can call me. If you have still free online sessions, you can use those. If you don't have that, I will ask you to make a donation to my rescue center. If you are not a client uh, of mine and if you don't have any 
um, free sessions left. Okay. Second, you send me an email with the documentation and ask for an appointment if you want to have an online session of 30 minutes with me and my team. And then, as you know, for all my clients, we have our photonic therapy chat room where you can come, where people ask general questions that maybe the others can answer, not specifically of, of photonic therapy, but where can I find this? Where can I find that? And then, as you know, every week I am live here on Facebook with a Q&A answering your questions. So just put your questions, even if you're not a client, just put your questions here and I will respond for them to them for free, of course. Okay? Let the force of the light be with you this week. Bye-bye.